Pastor Henry Harder, the Renewal Singers and I, Ed Peters, welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We return today to Matthew chapter 13, moving on to verses 44 through 46. These verses contain the parable of the hidden treasure and the parable of the pearl of great value. In verse 44, Jesus likens the kingdom of heaven to a treasure found by a man in a field. The man hides the treasure and goes and sells all that he has and buys the field. So the question is, who is the man and just what is the treasure? In verses 45 and 46, Jesus likens the kingdom of heaven to a pearl merchant seeking good pearls. When he found a pearl of great value, he sold everything he had and bought it. Once again, the question arises, who is the merchant and what is represented by the pearl? The answer to these questions will be the focus of today's study. Now, here are verses 44 through 46, and Matthew writes as follows. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure lying buried in a field. The man who found it buried it again, and for sheer joy went and sold everything he had and bought that field. Here is another picture of the kingdom of heaven. A merchant looking out for fine pearls found one of very special value. So he went and sold everything he had and bought it. Tis a glorious church Without spot or wrinkle Washed in the blood of the Lamb Do you hear them coming, brother? Thronging up the steeps of light Clad in glorious shining garments Blood-washed garments pure and white Tis a glorious church without spot or wrinkle Washed in the blood of the Lamb Tis a glorious church without spot or wrinkle Washed in the blood of the Lamb. Never fear the clouds of sorrow. Never fear the storms of sin. We shall triumph on the morrow. Even now our joys begin. Wave the banner, shout his praises, for our victory is nigh. We shall join our conquering Savior, we shall reign with him on high. Tis a glorious church without spot or wrinkle, washed in the blood of the Lamb. Is a, glorious a glorious church without spot or wrinkle, washed in the blood of the Lamb, washed in the blood of the Lamb. Now, here to bring us today's study is Pastor Henry Harder. We as Gentile Christians are deeply indebted to Israel for what the scholars of that nation have accomplished over the centuries, 
that relates to the Bible, the Word of God. It was to them that God entrusted his self-revelation, and that nation took seriously the task of carefully preserving it and passing it on to the rest of the world. It should be said, too, that it was that nation that brought us the Savior, Jesus Christ. They have been a light to the nations. With that as a background, I come to the fifth parable of Jesus recorded in Matthew. In 13, verse 44, Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. These parables of Matthew 13 have been called the kingdom parables. That is, they relate in some way to Jesus' offering of his kingdom to his people and his revelation that the initial stage of his kingdom would be a spiritual one in the hearts of people. That was the mystery form of the kingdom between Jesus' two comings. What about this parable? A man buys a field in which is hidden a treasure, so that he can have the treasure for himself. Jesus did not interpret this parable, so we are left to ourselves to do so. Many different interpretations have been given over the centuries and currently. I propose one. Taking the rest of Scripture into account, I suggest that the treasure represents Israel. Israel is called his treasured possession. One reason Jesus left the glories of the presence of the Father in heaven was to redeem his people Israel. He is then represented by the man in this parable, who spent all he had in order to buy this treasure for himself. In a land like Palestine, which has often been overrun and robbed by enemy forces, people would hide treasures in the open fields. If such a treasure was found, it was considered to belong to the owner of the field. In this parable, the man buys the whole field so that the treasure belongs to him. This would indicate the value of the treasure. It is worth the sacrifice. This places a great value on the human person. God saw something within man that was worth retrieving. So he came in Jesus who left the glories of heaven and the Father to redeem his people. In this sense, this parable includes a wider application than to Israel alone. Jesus came to save every person. He left it all to take humanity and to become like us so that he would take our sin upon himself. That's divine love. It may be that the next parable develops this idea further. Parable number 6, recorded by Matthew in chapter 13, 45 and 46, Jesus said, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. While there is similarity between these two parables, I do not believe that they are redundant, that is, they do not teach the same thing. I suggest that the merchant, like the owner of the field in the previous parable, represents Jesus. The fine pearl represents not Israel, but the church. 
The pearl was of great value, so the merchant sold or left everything he had and bought the pearl. This suggests several things. First, this way of looking at these two parables suggests that in this age, that is the time of the mystery form of the kingdom, between Christ's two comings, Israel remains an entity while the church grows. God's plans for the nation of Israel haven't been completed. There is more to come, so he maintains that nation as a distinct entity. Second, both parables indicate God's limitless love for people, for humans. The man in the first parable sold everything he had to get the treasure. The merchant in the second parable sold everything he had to get the pearl. The Lord Jesus left the dimension we call heaven and the presence of God the Father and the independent use of his attributes to take upon himself human form and flesh. The cost of man's redemption was enormous. Jesus will forever bear the scars on his resurrected body which our redemption cost. The disciples, including Doubting Thomas, saw the scars in Jesus' resurrected body. If that's the body he'll have in eternity, then God becoming flesh and dying for our sin will forever be visible. And third, both of these parables emphasize the worth of people in God's sight. In both stories, the man sold everything to gain the treasure and the pearl. The treasure and the pearl represent people, as I've already indicated, and the buyer represents Jesus Christ. In the second point, I emphasize Jesus Christ leaving the glories of heaven. In this third point, I focus on the value of the objects that he left heaven for, people, human beings. I believe that every life has value with God. We may sometimes feel so insignificant and worthless that we become discouraged and depressed and even suicidal. I'm one little person among billions God doesn't know or care that I exist. Not so. Every human, Jew or Gentile, is of infinite value to our God, so much so that Jesus left all to redeem us, all of us, but also each one of us. Oh, 
What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 840H, after California, 93263, USA.